Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so wonderful to have your company today for episode 310. Mm-hmm. All right, today on the show, we have got a very special guest joining us to talk all about one of the most exciting new toy lines that is on offer. And I kid you not when I say that, because this is absolutely epic. So you're going to get the lowdown on where that Kickstarter is at and your last opportunity to kind of get in mm-hmm. at the Kickstarter level. So yep. that's super exciting. Um, today in the studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. We've got Frank. Hello, hello. Scotty. Hello there. And our very special guest, Mr. Matthew Rodriguez, all the way from the United States. How are you, Matthew? I am well. Thank you guys for having me. I, pre- I appreciate it very much. Uh, it is super exciting. It's something... I think whenever we see um, dinosaurs, whenever we hear the words the four horsemen, whenever we see super articulated action figures that just look epic, just ticks all the boxes, yeah, really, doesn't it? With a bit of a bit of a dinosaur's vibe, we, we're, <laughs> we're already you know all in. So this is fantastic. We're going to talk a lot about what you've got coming up, but before we get there, it's a bit of a chance to get to know you now. Before we start with the questions, I'm just looking in your room here in the video and in the background there. I can see a vintage battle cat, vintage panther oh, with the oh, battle armor, He-Man scaffold. And then that beautiful um that's the artwork. Mattel poster artwork yep. Yep. with um, you know, Panther Battle Cat and all the you know, like it's got the names next to all the characters. Yeah. It's just <laughs> in case it's you forgot yeah. advertising and, and genius. It's, it's got the Wind Raider with the unknown character in yes. it, and then we didn't yeah. get that character until uh classics. And uh, that yep. was yeah. Uh, yeah. Sky, sky high, sky, sky high. high. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they did that really, really well, in my opinion. So, so yeah, cool. here we've got like just toys everywhere. Your room looks like it's it's a bit more classy, like you know, artwork, <laughs> picture frames, looking looking looks very like a fancy. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, I appreciate that. I'm sure. I mean, we're kind of in the. Uh, I can give you a little. Oh wow! Studio. Oh, oh wow! There oh, we go. Geez. So this hiding. A... Fantastic. Nice. New adventures sword. Love it. Sweet. Oh, oh yes, wrestling the bit of the, the WWE. Yeah, uh, the new a cartoon. The oh, new yeah. new Masters figures yep. there. I tell, I tell you, I tell you what, these guys. Masterverse. Uh, yep. The the Masterverse uh, New Eternia specifically uh, yep. is um, kind of my I've been enjoying, and then we got uh, Mox. Oh, there it is, the yeah. Super okay. Seven. Yeah, sweet. Classics, Grayskull. Yeah. Yep. Wow. You you all in on Eternia? We might, yes, uh, yeah. my wife did. We, we might get into talking about a little bit of the, Sweet. the fun. Robin oh, Hood. The, oh, I've, met, I've met a fellow Waterworld collector. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. That's so good. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, we just saw a bit of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I've got that line carded as well. Fantastic. Oh, I think we're going to, this is going to be really interesting now to see the first question here, Matthew. Um yeah. Which is what? What were you into when you were ten? Like, what was the the go to toy for you? You know, I I mean, through and through, uh, in my younger days, 
it was very, very masters uh, related. Um, I will fully admit I was, and well, still am to a certain level, um, not very wealthy. So uh, I never really, especially at that age, carded stuff was not in in the uh, the price point. It was always uh, legitimately a, a Salvation Army. My grandma would walk us there a couple blocks away. And I would dig through the bins and I would find um, a, a master's character. Um, so like growing up, I didn't have the battle cats helmet. That yep. didn't exist mm, to me yeah. personally in my yeah, collection right. until I was, until I was older. Um, and so things like that, you know, I didn't, I didn't ever have, or even honestly, uh, He-Man's armor. It was a while before I got that. Uh, so, so I, I, all of the pictures that I can think of, I either had a mecha neck or a tongue lasher in when I was about that age. Um, I don't know if it was an action feature thing, but um, definitely. Uh, and then as I got a little bit older, uh, we transitioned. I, I became a kind of a big fan of of uh, Toy Biz and X-Men and, and yep. that early nice. stuff uh, as I was a teenager. So, so yeah, I would, I would have to most definitely say uh, a He-Man. Um, there's a, there's kind of a, a little bit of a bitterness, um, every time we went to my cousin's house, whether it was He-Man or Ninja Turtles. I mean, I remember walking in my cousin's house, he's one year, young, a year and a half younger and he had the turtle blimp. Oh. And like, like at that age, I was like, that's gotta be a million dollars. So, so the fact that his mom always got him the new stuff and but at least i got to uh got to go over and play with it uh with him um uh but yeah there was a little bit of that that jealousy that um i definitely was a, a bottom of the barrels guy so that so for instance that jumps to like i do have the new origins um i do have them carded and honestly i think it just because of the cheap price point as far as just collecting goes and the fact that it kind of like uh hugs that kid that, that salvation army yeah. uh kid uh i definitely that there's reasoning behind you know uh, me collecting something like that on cards so yeah no well done Fantastic. man awesome. love that story that's great yep uh next question what was your favorite movie as a 10 year old oh geez 10 years old would be 93 i mean I'm pretty sure Princess Bride was out by then. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, Good call. Princess Bride was one that I I remember having it on VHS taped off of TV. Oh, yep. Wow. <laughs> it's blurry until um, Wesley or the Man in Black is at the the cliffs of insanity. He's climbing up, yeah. and so I think the first. Um, hundred times i watched that movie that was the beginning of the movie to me yeah yep yeah. um but we recorded it off of tv and i remember just playing that and it, again just tapping into that uh that adventure uh side of of movies that we can i mean that's a whole different podcast but the, yeah. the adventure movie that used to be where it wasn't just action or drama or comedy it was just this wonderful mixture of all of it and yeah and uh, that that's definitely one of them that I would say was my favorite uh, at the time. Yeah. And that's a that's a Rob Reiner film, is that right? Mm. Yes, is it Rob correct. Reiner? Yep. Yeah. And I heard he had like an amazing he, he he got an amazing chemistry between the cast, and they would just they would go over to each other's houses and they yeah. they'd have a lot of fun together. 
and they were really comfortable in each other's presence. Mm. And in, in one of these sittings, Andre the Giant let out a fart mm-hmm. that went for 16 seconds. <laughs> to, which, to which Rob Reiner replied, mate, are you okay? <laughs> and Andre the Giant goes, I am now boss. <laughs> just, it's, it's out and I'm good. But I, like, I just love that. I love that story because yeah. it just well, speaks well, to the well, film. And, and, that, and that goes to show you um, that some of that stuff, easily can be seen translating onto screen where yep. occasionally you'll see a movie where you're like, Oh man, that was great. And that was the chemistry was there. And then you'll hear a story where like the actors just completely hated each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yep. like, well, that, that must be really good acting. Yeah. Cause I didn't read it at all, <laughs> but something like uh princess bride, you hear a story like that and, and the chemistry behind the scenes, it makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, and as we uh, transition to the main show here, as a 10-year-old, what was your favourite dinosaur? Ooh. Uh, my favourite of all. When was the last time anyone asked you that question? <laughs> you were in the playground, yeah, right? Yeah, What's your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I, was always, I was always a Triceratops guy. Yeah. Yeah. There was something about the Triceratops that that I thought I, I always thought was was cool was cool. Mm. Uh, I, I would definitely say that. Obviously, as you got a little bit older and and Jurassic Park, I think introduced a whole generation to the Raptors, where we're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, but I think I think as a kid, I, I definitely think that Triceratops is is the easy easy win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that was more. My favorite, made famous by Eastman and Laird in Ninja yes. Turtles, when they basically take on those Triceraton yep. warriors. And I'm like, man, if it wasn't the coolest dinosaur before, it is and now. Now, yeah. <laughs> now I can shoot lasers. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> 100%. Now that's fantastic. Hey, just a quick question. Do you, did you ever, I know these were very hard to come by. I don't think I've ever seen one in real life, but dinosaurs, is that something that you have come across in your collecting? No, you know, no, not, not often. So, so the truth, the truth about dinosaurs for me, um, at least is I, it's vaguely familiar. I don't, I don't have any connection to it as far as I made these for that. You know, there's definitely different uh, influences in this toy yes. line, but that, uh, that wasn't one of them uh, directly by any means. Um, I've seen, you know, prototypes and I've seen people collect, but it's very, very limited. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so I'll see the only time I'll see them honestly is like at a show, like, uh, you know, a power con or a toy Lanta or, right. or, a, 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 a vintage. There's one this past weekend outside of Chicago, but it's like eight long, big warehouse buildings and it's 600 vendors of just, and, and on, wow. it's a wonderful Oof. show, but it's like a lot to take in. It's, it's a mixture between, uh, the toy collectors and more of kind of a flea market atmosphere. Right. Is that Kane oh, County? Wow. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's County. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And so that that's a place where you would see something like that. But um, again, I don't know if it was just something that was super limited and and uh, not very many people got. But it's and and honestly, it seems like internationally, it's more popular even than here. Oddly enough, like I'll hear international or or guys from Mexico too that will talk very highly of, of, um, dinosaurs, but, um, within the toy community here, uh, I, I can honestly tell you, I, I don't hear much, much people interested, I guess. In yeah. That. yeah. It's similar yeah. here. It's a very, very obscure very line, oh, yeah. but, yeah. um, but very cool. 
All right. Now yeah. we're into what you're um, creating here. And what we want to chat about first before we jump into the Kickstarter is the genesis of the Armies of Ashmore in, in the sort yeah. of Defenders of Eden comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, so can yeah. you tell us about how that evolved and how you wanted to bring that story to life? Um, so, so the evolution of it, um, the, the origin of it is uh, Masters of the Universe Classics. Um, they held a contest, and during those days, um, 12 to 15 years ago, I don't know exactly the date on it, but they had a contest to create a character, and a lot of my buddies and I were were members of He-Man.org. Yep. And um, we would be in the forums. This is before Facebook and Messenger and Instagram. We're just in these these goofy little chat lines, and all of us have fan fiction characters, and uh, everyone was getting excited to, to enter their character. Yeah. And uh, the fine print was, even if you don't win, we're going to keep the name. Yep. We're going to keep the context. <laughs> exactly. Everything about it. Yep. And I'm sitting here thinking like, wait, so they're just going to make a catalog of stuff? Like you could you could literally have a whole, uh, I think it's Hot Wheels that they own, a Hot Wheels toy line, and then be like, wait a minute, all seven <laughs> of these cars were names of entered, entered characters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> they could just use it for anything. Mm. And so as a creator that didn't sit well for me. And so I took what I had at the time, it was called defenders of Eternia. Um, you know, there's a statue of, of King Adam. Uh, it's, you know, 50 years later or, or whatever, you know, what would happen after all of this. And so, uh, my fan fiction character was a character named tech Trek. Uh, I thought, you know what, man at arms, he makes everything like why isn't there like a local mechanic down the road that you know (laughs) also helps fix stuff and so that kind of started uh the journey of me creating these characters and after that contest or as that contest happened i said i'm dropping the eternia we're calling it defenders of eden and we're we're phasing into um you know original property stuff so Mm. so it's been an incredible journey but that's kind of the, the the origin origin of it which Oddly enough, I'll say mirrors. I don't know what it's. I think it's a uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Apparently, I've <laughs> oh, oh wow, that. that's <laughs> quite the crossover. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Apparently, that started out as like Twilight fan yep, fiction when correct. the person originally wrote it. We've got one of the biggest fans in the room. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's interesting how some certain properties can kind of start as this in this fan fiction realm, I guess. Yeah. uh, um, And then kind of create, uh, take a life of its own. So, so yeah, as far as, as far as Genesis, um, I'm on the org. My artist CJ, I hired him. Um, My artist, Andrew, also from the org. He's from Cape Town, uh, South Africa. Uh, so you guys probably have relatives because I believe historically that's kind of a spot that's connected to you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but, but yeah, so that's kind of us three, he, one in Washington, I'm here in Michigan and then uh, Cape town, South Africa. And uh, we just decided, Hey, you know, let's make this book. And um, my dream as a kid was always to see toys in a toy aisle that other kids like i would want to watch a kid go up to a toy aisle and be like holy cow i want that and so that's kind of um always been in in the background as well so yeah 
Well, it's kind of it's funny hearing that story because I think that was the year um, Castle Grayskull Man took out the competition, so the yes. create a character mm-hmm. contest. And then yep. they let, I think, you know, Terry Higuchi from Mattel, he did Side Chop, and then the Horseman did the Drago Man. Yep. And you had all these different, I think there were six in that line, mm. created totally new. Fo- Photog. Yep. Photog, yep. who Finally was the winner. Yep. Yeah. Winner yeah. in like 86. You know, the, the, <laughs> the guy that won... Um, the Fearless Photo Competition. Pig, which, Pighead, was it? No, no. Yeah, yeah, he, Pighead. Yeah, he the played guy Pighead that in played the movie. Pighead in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Submitted the um, the winning yeah. the winning vote, yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. for that. And they never made it. Like, no. It's like, whoops. So then, you know, like whatever, 25 years later or Finally 30 years later, they, mm. they did Photo. But that was, that was crazy because I remember I was at the con that year at San Diego and, and Val from the He-Man.org put on a, a show at Hennessy's. And we're all there, you know, chatting and, and having a few drinks and so forth. And I was chatting with uh, Eric uh, of the Four Horsemen, um, Eric Treadaway. And he was like, you know, we'd just seen all the reveals and there was Drago Man in the cabinet. And, man, Drago Man looked, looked mm. absolutely sick. And I remember him asking, like, oh, you know, what do you, what do you think of this Drago Man? And I'm like, you know, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's amazing. Yeah. And then yeah. like I later realized it was his creation. And I'm right. like, oh man, I really I love like I, I loved it so much, but um I, I should have given him like, you know, the kudos he deserved. But the, the fascinating thing, Matthew, for you is like here you are thinking about entering this competition where you're gonna have your figure designed by the four horsemen, right? Yeah. Who was sculpting that Doing line classics, and turned yeah. into like a master's character. And then, like, fast forward, you know, 10 years, and here you are <laughs> getting your figures made by the, the supremely talented horsemen. Yeah. What, what, how does that feel? Like, that is that's just, nuts. to me, that's a dream come true, right? And, 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 and honestly, the fact that you, you, you make that connection um, is, is incredible because I, I haven't really thought of it that way. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a, a, again, and I'll say it, it's, it's been an out-of-body experience um, I'm just thankful that this world of Eden and this toy line, this first wave of armies of Ashmore, so many people have connected to it that uh, the Four Horsemen studios themselves, because I'm sure they get people, not only the big companies that they do work for, but guys like me on a daily or weekly basis saying, hey, can I pay you to make these toys? Can yeah. I pay you to make yeah. these toys? And, and I'm confident that they've said no to most of them. Yep. And so the fact that that I had just the ability to be hired or to hire them uh, just kind of solidified, hey, okay, this they like what I'm doing. They like mm-hmm. what I'm putting out. That makes me feel good. Um, and, and so, yeah, so now, again, full circle, Treadaway, and, and that's hilarious that he said that to you that way because that's that's completely him. He's not <laughs> – I mean, there are, there are some guys that would come up and, like, I made this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And he decided to do it the other way. Um, uh, And just, uh, again, a a fantastic group of guys. And um, I was just uh, thankful because they tweaked a lot of stuff on these figures that definitely kind of pushed them, uh, pushed them forward and, and made them better. Uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm completely excited. I accidentally broke. Um, I, I was messing with a, a prototype here, and I broke. Oh, oh no! So I'm uh, uh, trying to fix that right now. But um, yeah, so the Four Horsemen, uh, I kind of contacted them and kind of gave them the pitch and the elevator pitch, and and they were like, "Yeah, we'll work out some numbers, and 
and and we'd love to work on the line. So I was excited. Fantastic. Yeah, cool. So, so the Kickstarter, I mean, it, it's live, and, and yeah. by the time this goes to air, there's going to be, you know, just under maybe 10 days mm-hmm. to, to back it. And where we sit now, we're, you know, you're getting very, very close to the goal. One thing yeah. I found fascinating about your Kickstarter is you've got this pie chart, um, you know, about mm, mid- midway that's through, cool. yeah, which yeah, yeah. goes through, and, and I'm an accountant, Matthew, so, like, this is just <laughs> stuff, you know, is really super exciting for me. But to see the breakdown of where the costs are for, you know, how you're going to bring this toy line to life. Mm. And I've always right. I've always thought this was the case, but, again, you've solidified it. The tooling cost is, like, yes. over half yep. where your budget needs to go. Now, that is making the steel tool, I, I presume they're still steel, but yep. traditionally these, these you know, essentially the moulds are made it out costs. of steel and they're yep. super, super expensive to make. And when you do a small run of any toy, well, that's a fixed cost. You mm. need to spend the money on the tooling. And so right. this is like I'm just so interested in like you've done that breakdown of the cost. We can get a picture, you know, production is something like 17%. Tooling is something like 53%. I'm just going off out of my head. Yep. But like yep. how does that then impact you know, how many you need to make and finding that sweet spot and, and really running the numbers on, you know, how do I bring this thing to life? Because this is, you right, know, right. this is a crazy undertaking to make these highly detailed, super articulated figures yep, in, yep. in and, such and a small the run. Too, with, the, with, the, with the cost, not only the small run, but the size themselves. Yeah. Um, it took our tooling cost and nearly tripled it because we could have made them smaller. Um, I don't know if, if you guys are familiar, but I mean, I can actually grab one here. Uh, so originally years, years, years ago, um, uh, our buddies at animal warriors of the kingdom, yep. um, their original Kickstarter was in that three and three quarter. Yes. And mm-hmm. so at that three and three quarter, um, Marvel, uh, universe, a lot of lines were going small. Yes. Yeah. And so we had hand sculpted, these uh i don't know if you can see them but oh, right. there they yeah. are yep. yeah yeah so, so these are about five this is about 5.5 but next to the um the animal warriors that are 3.75 they look huge yes and so that was the original design uh that we were going to go with that size with your regular five point articulation um we had a couple static stash statues made um uh by a, a sculptor named tom tolman um, and then even a even a, a bust, bust of one of our characters. Oh wow! Nice. Yep, amazing. Um, yeah, so 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 that was kind of the original idea was to go small like that, um, but then everyone uh, everyone started going back to the regular um, size six six to seven inch figures. Yes, and so we wanted ours to be in scale with that. So we're we again super happy that we fit well with a lot of lines out right now that, Hey, if you're, whether you're legions or, or you collect legions and crucible or animal warriors of the kingdom or any of these other six inch lines, uh, these guys are going to look great next to all that stuff because of how imposing they are. Yep. But that, that jumped up our, our, our tooling cost. Um, so we, we went, obviously we went with the, the Motu buck style of, five different characters you know same buck um but this first wave selling these figures um i appreciate you guys off camera um mentioning the the price point being a a good one it's it's very it's very tough Mm. and i know we are going to do our best to offer them at retail 
Um, but right now, um, we wanted to make sure that if you're backing us on Kickstarter, you are part of the creation of this line. Yep. And we don't want you to ever be able to buy these figures for cheaper than yep. your input on helping us create the line. Yep. Uh, so, so we wanted to make sure that that discount was given that if you're doing an all in or even a single figure is going to be less expensive than on a, a big bad toy store or ty- those types of places. Uh, again, because um, we appreciate, Hey, all of this tooling costs. I mean, all of that lumber's like, wow, you're, you're raising that much money, you know, and it's a big undertaking. Um, and you guys obviously know from behind the scenes when any business like that doesn't mean profit at all. Yeah. Like, that just means <laughs> we are making the figures. Um, and hopefully in the future we can profit off of these tooling and 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 uh, continue the line and, and do a couple more waves using this buck. But for now, we, we just want to get it off the ground and get it in people's hands. So um, we could have asked for more um, per figure. Uh, but again, we, we just wanted to make sure that that people were not only satisfied, but that price point of, uh, it's hard not to do an all in or it's hard not yeah. to get two figures or, you know, those types of things. So. Yeah. Nah, it's, nah, cool. It's very cool. Um, one, one thing, just while we're quickly on tooling and, and you alluded to it, but once the factory has, and I'm presuming the factory is overseas, but once the factory has essentially made that tooling, how does it go with the storage? So if you want to come back sort of two or three years later and go, Hey, time to do another run or now we're going to do these figures that use part of that that tooling and here's some extra parts. How does that all work? Like you hear stories of these tools being lost over lost time. Lost on a cargo ship. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> you want some surety that if you've spent, you know, 75 grand on tooling yep. that you're going to be yeah. able to access Reuse that it. in a yeah. couple of years does that is that all yeah, yeah. is that all part uh, of the deal and how that works yeah, well a hundred percent and that and that's why you know owning the tools themselves um and paying this much for them is is key and then also someone like um our, our buddy chris who just launched uh biblical adventures um that is that is the guy i hired as my project manager mm. and he's he's managed a lot of projects and gotten a lot of toy lines off the ground and and from the back end, from the factory side, uh, he's built relationships over the last decade um, with these factories. So, so we know the tooling are, is in good hands. We know the factory well, and they've produced, you know, Legion's figures and different figures. Um, they're producing his biblical adventure figures. So, so uh, we we feel comfortable in in uh, uh, where they're going to be at. Yep. And, and yep. who's going to have them? Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the plan. The plan is and originally the plan was to move on we're going to do snakes wave two we're going to do our humans wave three um i'm in trouble for wave the impact and the, and the feedback we've been getting on these guys in general i am not too proud to say hey i might be wrong let's 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 revamp this let's do two waves of uh, our dinosaur, our Ashmore characters, yep. and um, get more more different dinosaur heads and tails and 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 armors and 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 make a second wave. You know what I mean? So mm. so key is right now get this thing launched and funded, um, and produced, and we can start into tooling. And then as we do that, we tweak, you know, wave two. What are people interested in? And and honestly, I randomly, I mean, by the time this uh, this launches, I, I might as well say it on here. Uh, you know, we're we're looking hard into 
a lot of people are interested in blank bucks because of the size of them. Um, so oh, and, and release, customizing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if we can release a blank buck at a, at a lesser expensive price because there's no paint, um, that's something that by the time this airs, you, they might already be an update on the Kickstarter. Oh, wow. So, well, cool. We, we don't want to, we don't want to, uh, uh, keep, uh, again, whether or not pride's the right word, but, um, our ideas of what we wanted. I want, I want all of you guys to like these characters. Like, Hey, <laughs> I, I don't care if you pick up the comic book. Like we wanted to make action figures that, people look and they're like wow i want that mm. and whether or not you know the character's name or you want it as an army builder or you want to do a different paint scheme on it you want it more realistic looking to fit with your uh crucible figures or your legions figures you want to you know dull the paint because it's a little bit too bright to be on that shelf i'm looking at your guys' shelves and and i feel like my figures are bright enough to... <laughs> yeah oh, i yeah. want them i want them a bit yeah. brighter think toxic crusaders and then dial it up the the color so, scheme so, so yeah we yeah. hopefully we'll we'll um be able to you know within this next week um uh, your fans are already going to know that they can they can get blanks yeah oh, wow uh, that's yeah. wonderful that's cool fantastic yeah. now that look just on the colors yes. they they are incredible i think it just popped like when we yep. first yep. saw these um the color scheme was a big part i mean the sculpts are beautiful obviously the horsemen uh, the designs are fantastic but the colors for me is what kind of gets me over the line. I think that's what separates it because yeah. it, it, with dinosaurs, it's really tempting to make them look like Jurassic Park and have the sort of muted tones that, well, we, what the we browns, believe, the greys, yeah, the, 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 grays, yeah. the greens, all that. Yeah. But by just going bright blue, here's a green triceratops, here's a, you know, just a, a peach colored ankylosaurus, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It, it gives it a different feel overall. Yep. Well, well, and and that too is and, and reminding people as well because I've had some people that are like, when are when are we going to get a carnivore and, and stuff like that? And like to to realize like this world exists. Obviously, there are influences from our own world as far as yeah. you know types of dinosaurs and, and different looks and stuff. Um, but uh, but as far as like it being true a hundred percent to Earth's dinosaurs, I say so. So for, yeah. for instance, like some of these guys might already eat meat like yes, just, yes, yes. of course yep. okay yep you know what i mean so 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 it's that type of thing that the, the influence is there um and they're like oh well is is the the t-rex gonna have small arms <laughs> like well no because t-rexes don't exist in eden like, yes this yeah is, yes this, just... that that type of thing so yes there's influence um but those bright colors i mean uh kudos and, and shout out again to andrew uh kramer uh for doing all the colors in the books and coming up with these color schemes because I'll, I'll I can't wait to show uh, you know when people like want to get a little bit more in depth, but like I'll send a color scheme and Andrew's just like let me <laughs> let me handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got you back, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you have somebody that's not versed with uh, horseman stuff or uh, mythic legions or even uh, master stuff, it takes them a second. Like I'll say, wait, like I'll explain this is all the same parts. Like the only parts yeah. that are different are the heads and the tails and the armors. And then they look closer and they're yep. like, Oh, now I see it. Mm. And the paint scheme along with the detail are those two things that definitely, obviously the, the horsemen have perfected. Um, but those two things that specifically uh, uh, allow us to kind of uh, 
put that glaze over your eyes to think, hey, I don't even care that it's the same buck. These are different. These are different toys. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it took me a, a long time to realize like a lot of the Masters figures were the same, like Stinkor yeah. and, um, and Merman. Like I, I didn't know just because, and it's just the craziest yeah. difference in paint apps, bit of different armor, and away you go, you'll, you'll never know. Now, one thing I wanted to touch on was, I mean, I went in big with a lot of the um, Mythic Legions figures, mm-hmm. and I, I think it was one of the second Kickstarters they did where they introduced a new buck type and they brought in the females for the first time. Yeah. And, and I, I went, I, I did the all-in, right? I did the all-in. It was like 40 figures or something. Yeah, you know? and And I remember getting the first time I, I got these in my hand and I was opening them all up, I'm like, the quality yeah. of these figures in terms of, you know, obviously how the, how the um, system works, and the sculpting, but then on top of it, obviously a lot of cloth goods, mm. but the paint apps yep. are second to none, right? And you're not like yes, they're they're a, they're not a, a mass produced toy line, they're not a Marvel legend, so they're not forty dollars, but mm. they were they were kind of close ish. Yeah, and you're buying what, like what, that, yeah. What, you know, the fact you've got the four horsemen sculpting. What are, what are your thoughts in terms? Can you talk a little bit about like the quality? that we're going to expect in terms of how you get, you know, the paint apps on these. Because from what I'm looking at, they look amazing. Mm. But maybe yep. you can talk a little bit to kind of, you know, it, this is well, not going to be a, a, you know, like um, a $10 kind of paint app on a, <laughs> on a you know, figure that you find in oh, the in the shop. For, for, for sure. So, so when we hired the horsemen, um, one of the things that they asked us was, you know, how, how do you want us to paint this? And, um, and I, again, you understanding your role as as part of part of a project is realizing some sometimes people do things better so so my thought process was okay andrew you you've got the color schemes and you'll work with the the painters but i told them we'll paint them like you'll paint legions like your own figures like yeah. just, yep. you know you guys paint legions all day long obviously mine are gonna be more bright but but paint them like that and so when we send these paint masters over to the factory in china um, we're going to do our best to, again, uh, uh, match that quality um, because that's that's key. I wouldn't say it's it's the, the main thing or the main key, but it's definitely something that once you reach that kind of quality and you're given that kind of quality, I mean, you guys collect other toys. So you've seen like over the past five years, uh, toy collectors will do reviews and they're just watching this quality from the big, the guys that are producing, you know, 10 times as much mm. you're watching the quality go down yeah while all of a sudden you're watching the four horsemen like yeah add add soft goods at the same cost. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. like what are you doing so so we we definitely want to make sure um for the kickstarters and for the backers even when it closes i update them on a weekly basis hey these are this is the first set of prints this is the prototype with the full articulation and and what we're doing and what we're working on like so for example i'll show you guys and uh, um not sure so yep, yep. right here on the original sculpt so we have uh been the been the arm is uh uh been the arm here um nice. right here this cut from the shoulder to the bicep there is no actual cut there right now on these on these paint masters yep mm-hmm. yep but as innovative as uh and thoughtful as as corn boy from the four horsemen is um he received a figure recently that he purchased that he loves and they actually have this new system, which is this bicep is essentially a sleeve. And so this uh, shoulder 
plugs into the elbow joint and oh. then the sleeve oh, okay. is in the shape yeah. of the bicep. So the sleeve can be moved around that spot. And so he did not have to retool this uh, digitally and send me the new files. But he said, hey, this could work because of the space in this. We can't do this cut right now. But with these new figures and this new idea of it mm. being a sleeve, we want to send you this file. And so that when you get to the factory, you can do it both ways and see which ways work right. the best for the weight yeah. of the figure yep. and for That's the cool. posability and all of those things. So we're constantly trying to make a better figure, even in the process of making the figure. Yes. Yep. Um, so, so that was something. And again, um, you know, so something about him uh, as a business guy and as a designer that, you know, he saw something come, come across his desk and he decided uh, this is full. So uh, fully straight is going to be a little bit bent. Um, but uh, that was awesome. And I'm just, and you know, I, all I can say is thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Sending me that. And thank you for thinking of that. Um, and it's obviously something that he might be playing with, with his own figures. Mm. And so since, um, since they're doing the designs on these, um, he decided that I should, uh, I should uh, have that option as well. So that's, uh, another thing too, about, you know, hiring somebody of that caliber yeah. is making sure that, you know, you're going, I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of going to the top. I, I, I contacted several toy lines and, and smaller toy companies, uh, to, to try to do this and to pay them to do this for me. And, and, um, you know, I got a couple no's, I got a, we'll get back to you type of comments. Mm. And, uh, this was one that, you know, he was just like, Hey, this is, this is, this is the way to go. So, um, we're excited. Excellent. That's Sounds fair. like the Star Wars story all over again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this could be the next big thing. So let's go through this, the characters. So uh, let's start off with General Sertos. Oh, oh, wow. So Look at that. Oh, so imposing. Wow. So we're looking at a uh, head um, That's it. model of uh, said character. And uh, he is and he's got those two. So, so in the next comic book, he's got these two rings on the top of his horn. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Those are actually going to be presented to him in this next in this next issue. It's just kind of a cool, uh, you know, uh, like how foreshadowing. Uh, you have a medal on yep, your yep. on your uh, lapel type of thing where he's got these. He's basically earned these two rings because of his his service. So it's kind of a cool uh, a cool story. Yeah, nice. So obviously a tri a blue triceratops, and he comes with an awesome uh, motif shield of a triceratops head as well, mm. which is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, and yeah, you, he's got a little crown thing that on his top of his head comes with all the uh, armor pieces I, I, and things. I apologize. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off because I am updating the page when I get to work uh, in a half an hour. Um, but he will come. Oh, I, I love that. Yes. I love that uh, axe. Yeah. So that's a, like a, another motif of the uh, triceratops yeah, head. Very clever design in, in yeah. axe form. Uh, I love yeah, that. Beautiful. CJ, our CJ, the artist, he he came up with that design, and and it turned out incredible. And so, so I I kind of I've heard people do different things with Kickstarter, and I wanted to say, hey, you know, am I supposed to like add on items <laughs> and that type of stuff to stir up people's talking and yep. and everything? And and but we just decided like we this is kind of what the budget was, and so each of them they're gonna they're gonna both. Uh, get both of their weapons, both of the Triceratops. Wild, um, excellent. Um, so, so that we have to update those images 
because uh, right now it looks like he only comes with the shield. So. Yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. But that you holding that uh, axe there, it mm. is huge. Yeah. It is very, very cool. Uh, just on that scale, I mean, these are what? These are seven inches in height? And and, and uh, from what? Is that, or six? Who's, that, who's seven inches in height? The, 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 well, yeah, that's a good question. Like, because you've got the, the sauropod <laughs> essentially. He's going to be. He's going to be super tall. But from, from what I understand, four inches in width, like from shoulder to shoulder, it's a four, like so, it's a Star Wars geez, figure and that. plus. So, so that spear for the Royal Guard is 12 inches. Oh, oh wow. wow. This axe is six inches. Oh, right. wow. Wow. Um, the, the magic blast for uh, the Bronto, the Thunder Mage, is seven uh, so, so, so yeah, I mean, these, I actually, I, I, I have one, a guy that's printing stuff and, and fiddling with stuff right now. Um, I didn't, he didn't send me a picture of it, but he, or he did send me a picture of it. I didn't save it was he had this ax in an ogre's hand and it, it just looks cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> awesome. To, to have these, to have these weapons, uh, that are. Yeah. Uh, enormous. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's so, the, look at that. There's yeah. the bog goblin from, uh. From legions, and, and and the axe is as tall as he is. Yeah, so that's it's crazy. Cool, yeah, 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 very cool. So, so, so yeah, so yeah, the weapons themselves are 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 pretty pretty standard, are pretty big, uh, substantial. So, um, so yeah, they're going to come with both of those. So, Ciro's, uh, he's kind of uh, the the leader. Let's yes. Say. Yep. And then, and then next up, we've got Rydor, the green Triceratops, uh, and, and as you said, he comes with the uh, axe and the shield as well. So that's pretty cool. But he's got more of a armor face plate that goes all the way down to his um, bottom sort of snout horn as well as the top horn. So he is fantastic. And I heard, I heard that one. As far as the name of that, is that based on is it Thomas Rydberg? Yeah, correct. Yep, yep. He, um, I threw, I threw a little nod into him as I was coming up with. Originally, these four, the four uh, secondary characters, they were, they were just going to be army builders. Mm. So I didn't, I didn't have names for them. Um, but then a, a buddy of mine encouraged me. He said, "Hey, people, people will army, army builders. They'll build them no matter what." Yeah. So uh, he said it'd be cool to to include these guys. So once we named them, and then I've got stories starting, and and now. Uh, everyone's like oh well are they part of the comic book and i'm like yeah they they are they're they're not you know featured too much in yep. these first issues mm. um but then we said well well we're going to do a special issue featuring them um so we have that comic book um being worked on right now too as well so uh tomas is a is a sweet guy from sweden and so uh he he happened to be the combination of uh, a, a really great guy, and I I used part of his name uh, for this. So. <laughs> nice, that's how you saw. Yeah, and then we got Vaspro. Is a red uh, Stegosaurus. Is Vesapo, that correct? Vasapo. Vasapo. Uh, he is amazing. Vesapo, yep. Vasapo. Uh, uh, there's a there's a guy that works for the Horseman named um, Vasapolo is his last name, and uh, that was kind of a nod a little bit to to this royal. He's the royal guard. Um, it's funny in this comic book, he's going to be hanging out with these guys that are more of the front line yeah. uh, uh, yeah. army guys. And so just personality wise, he's, he's definitely uh, uh, a little bit more, um, I wouldn't say arrogant, but he definitely would prefer, you know, staying in the castle and yeah. taking care of the queen and, and guarding, guarding home base instead of going <laughs> yep. on, on to these wars. So, 
and he comes with the big 12-inch uh, spear that you were yeah. talking about earlier. So that in proportion to this picture, they're going to be big Jeez. dudes. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And that, that, that picture, that picture um, unfortunately, it, uh, it, it, we had to, to make it fit to get, on, get the, an image, on the screen. Yeah. Uh, if we had to shrink the image right. of the, the weapon. Okay. Yep. So eight. So these are so eight point five inches to eleven inches. So the sauropod next is eleven. Is that that's right? He's eleven inches tall. Correct. Oh, yeah. they're huge. Yeah. They're so good. So we're talking about Malwick, <laughs> uh, which is the long neck dinosaur. Malwick, yeah. Beautiful yep. purple sort of um, uh, green. Yeah, and green. And and what? Tell me a bit about him. He's sort of got a scepter. Um, it's like almost like a, a magic star. Yeah, yeah, yeah very he's cool. Got a magic staff. He's, he's got a gem on the top, and and we just we just released this. Uh, so so the design of it, and again, I, I wish I would have taken all this stuff out. But um, the design of of his magic blast. There's a plug right here. Yes. That um that the gem sticks in, and there's actually these two curled up parts, so that using leverage and uh, its yeah. its own weight and gravity. It's gonna actually look like it's blasting off oh. of um, the top of his uh, uh, staff. Yeah. So you could just hold the staff out, and then it looks <laughs> like it's coming yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a big blast That's one as well. Of the That's coolest wild. blast effects I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. yeah. That looks fantastic. And and that yeah, question. Yeah, so the one thing I, I guess, and and this isn't a hundred percent. It might be official when when we see see this. So so this is the constant innovation. I'm looking at this. And I'm thinking, well, that's pretty big looking. I wonder if we made a cut here and we did an indentation of one of their closed fists. Yes. So that you could either, A, this uh-huh. would look like, take this off. It would actually look like he's, like, making a magic, like, a, a energy fist yeah. that's yeah, blasting. Yeah. Or use this top and put it on the end of his fist. So that it looks like he he's doing kind of an energy and magic punch. Um, so that's something that literally a few days ago I was kind of looking at it and thinking, well, how would toy how would uh, toy guy like me as a kid <laughs> what would I think could be done uh, to make that a little bit more innovative? So wow, brilliant, so absolutely cool. brilliant. And uh, finally in the list we've got Kuzo, and uh, that is a. Um, uh, help me out here. Sort of an ankylosaurus. Yeah. And and this guy's got a tail. We can't quite see it in this picture. He's got a big uh, yeah, yep. bomby yep. knocker he's, tail. He's got, he's got a tail. He comes with a, a dual. Uh, he comes with a shield that actually can plug together and plug up and take apart. Um, you know, I don't know if you, if you are you any of you guys uh, in the Facebook group, uh, the fans of the uh, Defenders of Eden toys. It's actually one that I, I, had to I, had, I did look at uh, some of the Facebook images and things, but uh, I didn't. Because, um, yeah. because when you're in a group, a group page, group pages on Facebook, they tend to be seen more often than like a business page. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so, so we started that, but you can see that the shield kind of plug t- comes apart. Um, he can wear it on his back. Um, they all have, they ha- all have spots where their weapons can be held on their back. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. And and his face plates come down, don't they? Separate and things. Um, correct. So he's got two. He's got a ma- uh, a helmet, and then he has this mask. I I've broken this mask three times, oh, no. and I've and I've glued it. Yeah. Um, yeah but essentially, so it plugs in. It plugs in the side, so he can be masked down. He can be masked up. Oh. You can take mask off and just have just helmet. 
yeah. or you can take helmet off. And and I've said this on every interview, and I need to make sure people know this. Like originally, and that three and three quarter scale one over there, the stuff's attached, and yes. it was four horsemen designs. I said no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, for building for detail purposes, all of them have to have removable face or, or head armor. Yeah. So, yeah. That was very intentional by them, and and I'm very grateful yeah. uh, for that choice. So. No, that's uh, awesome. Fantastic. Well, conscious of time, for for listeners now, what what's the best way to get in touch and get these figures ordered? Obviously, you've got the Kickstarter page, matter of yep. going on there and backing this. Now, as you said, it works pretty simply, right? It's all about you're not getting too lost in adding different things and bits and pieces. It's about bringing that price down as much as possible. So down to $65 if you want to figure and then I think there's an all in for about is it three hundred dollars? Is that right? Three hundred, yep. So then it's six it's basically twenty five dollars off if you do the all in. Um then we do have a couple stretch goal figures that I never knew how uh, a lot of these Kickstarter uh backers they 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 play the they know how to to mess with the system. So for instance, <laughs> I'll have a backer come to me and or a backer came to me and he said, Oh, I already added the sixty for my um because again, if you do the all in, any figure you buy past the all in is sixty. Right. So if right. you want that Kickstarter exclusive, it's sixty. If you're doing a one figure one off, it's still sixty five. So he said, he said, oh well, I I want the the albino. I I added sixty five to my order, and and when then when it it's gonna push that goal up closer, we'll get that goal and unlock it, and then he'll apply that sixty five to the figure. And I explained to him, I said, well, you're, you're $5 too much mm. um, because you did the all in. So he's going to be, and he's like, what are you talking about? Why would you even do that? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it just has to do with like, I, I fully believe that if you buy that all in that for me, it makes complete sense that any figure you get after that would be at that discounted price. Yep. Yep. Um, again, especially since at retail and when these things are on third party and they're, they're at, cons and people are trying to trying to flip them and stuff like that i want any backer to say hey i didn't i didn't have to pay a hundred for my figure yeah, like, I, yeah. I the, the cheapest price possible um so i didn't know that you could add what you kind of wanted in preparation for the goal to be met and get the goal up higher faster mm. and then switch it from that 60 or 65 and say okay click the albino once we unlock that yep um that's and cool. the albino, the albino, and then the translucent character too. The translucent uh, was originally going to be a, a since he lost the lost the contest, um, <laughs> uh, he was going to be a legions con exclusive. And so, but too many people. And again, I'm not too proud to be like, you know what? I'm going to chance this not funding by reserving <laughs> the translucent figure from the fans. Like that <laughs> just makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we we decided to offer him as well. Excellent. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And and if anything can be learned if you follow the journey of the four horsemen and their mythic legions, those original figures. The early days. Yeah. Well, the price is on the secondary market now because these are low run figures. Mm-hmm. So you almost can't I mean, I reckon the backers can't lose financially going in on this line because I think the secondary market value is always going to be there for something like this, of this quality yep. and getting it at the discounted price. You almost can't lose. Yep. I, I'm going to, I'm going to send you the list of my co- upcoming interviews and we'll make sure that you are uh, 
on there with me because again you <laughs> you you understand it to a to, to a point where I sound like a salesman. <laughs> my job, um, but to have somebody else understand it from a number standpoint, yeah, for for sure. Even if you end up not liking them, you I you could flip them. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm ne- like that, that's the truth about it. Now, since you guys are turtles fans, I will say this, uh-huh. and this has been brought up recently in the past week. I can't guarantee it, but you guys would completely be down with the Triceraton paint. Is that something that you guys yeah. would be down with? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Woo. I, I've been. Uh, I was on a. I was on the My Wife show this past week, and they had two of the Triceratons um, there. The NECA ones. The NECA like, ones. Yeah. I, I think it's the same price or, or pretty close in price to these. Yep. And we've been getting enough feedback that it's definitely something that I think, um, as long as uh, we get we figure out the paint side of it yep um could be kind of a cool uh, a cool thing for people to again just hey i want that homage um you know we'll 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 add it to our our thing so that's i appreciate you guys um bringing him up early in the show because uh that's definitely something that's been in the back of my mind i just we want to make sure if we're committing to uh the production of a certain paint scheme that it's going to sell and yeah. and you guys i think i think for me confirmed that uh that that definitely could be an option for sure a very so, cool option how many do you get hey matthew <laughs> thank you so much for coming on uh toy power to talk about defenders of eden armies of ashmore it's been so great to get to know you and hear about this wonderful project and the passion behind it and you know it's like it's like meeting another brother, you know, like, yeah. you know, chatting, chatting with you, you just like, you know, we, we, we got a friend of ours, Davey, who regularly gives us grief. He goes, you guys have done 300 damn podcast episodes. You haven't made toys of yourself yet. What's yep. going on? You're living that dream. Yeah. You're yep. making the toys that you saw in your head and it's, it's all coming to life. So congratulations, mate. Yeah. Now nah, you're doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Wish you all the best success for this line and future waves because I think this is an absolute home run. Mm. So congratulations, Matthew. Been absolutely wonderful to talk to you. Thank you. And if you guys uh, please reach out to me, whether it's uh, Instagram or, or Facebook, honestly, I, I have, uh, I just want to, I want to send you guys a couple images of, of stuff. That's, that's not public yet. Love it. Love it. And where else can people find you yeah, or uh, any of your, um, you know, stuff that you're so, so, promoting so essentially my, my company is called um ideas from mars um i've got a couple different uh comic books out right now we have one that's called modern wonders that's more superhero based um we have defenders of eden um disciple six uh who actually uh a, a fellow aussie uh has been drawing a couple pinups uh, for me, a guy named, and you guys obviously wouldn't know him. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Australia. You must yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Oh, he was. He was in the pouch of a kangaroo that I took to work today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But but my my buddy Matt Baker, who who lives in Australia, and and he he is an illustrator. Um, he does some artwork for me as well, and so that's on ideas from Mars. Um, then we have uh, defendersofeden.com. And then we also have tulipcitycomics.com, which is a local. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, you and Pete McCarthy. A local, oh, yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> a local comic book convention that, that I run here in Michigan. So, yep. um, 
it's cool getting the love all the way from over there from you guys, honestly, because we wanted to make sure we offer international. You guys know that it can be a little bit more pricey as far as as far as uh, shipping goes, mm. but we are going to do our best. I actually have me and my wife this week. We're going to take this box that weighs 10 pounds, which is roughly about the uh, a single wave. Um, we're going to take it to uh, the post office. We're going to see how much Canada, Mexico, Australia, we're going to just at least give people um, a relatively yeah. uh, estimate number because we don't want that to be the reason why they decide um, they don't want in. Yeah, um, very I wise. Yeah. Excellent yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. So, yep. so appreciate you guys. So, mm-hmm. and are we, are we shutting, are we shutting down or do we get the, do we get to end it? And then I get to say some more stuff to you guys. Or what? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Can, we, get, we, we can do off air. Yeah. We'll do the off air. Editing's a thing. <laughs> so, so, Matthew, thanks for joining us today on Toy Power. Big special shout out to all our patrons for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. Always great time on there. And to all our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power, we appreciate your company. Stay safe, take care, look after one another, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. Oh, oh.